we will do a mindfulness practice using sounds. Like I said yesterday, mindfulness is always being mindful about something. So sometimes when we do our practice, we are mindful about our breath. Sometimes we are mindful about the body sensations. Sometimes we are mindful about the breath using number counting. So today we will do mindfulness of sounds, which means when we sit in our posture, we have to open our awareness to all the sounds that are present around us. So there could be sounds of birds, some sounds coming from your kitchen or your living room, or maybe there will be sounds coming from your society downstairs, or if you live close to the road, not so much of traffic right now, but some other sound, people talking or one week, some vehicle passing by. The intent is that to open your awareness to all the sounds that reach out to you. So the intent is not to have a preference for any sound. So for example, if I'm doing my practice and suddenly something falls down in the kitchen, I might go, oh my God, my practice is disturbed, which means what? I set a preference that I don't want this sound. But you can just, you know, in your mind recognize, ah, it's a strong sound. Okay, vessel falling down or some vehicle passing by or birds chirping. So do not try to block any experience that is happening to you. Do not judge any sounds that are reaching to you. So judgment is like, the, oh, lovely, what melodious sounds of the bird. I never heard them because there is so much of traffic noise. I love the birds singing. Now you're gone. You're not in the present moment. You're gone into your own interpretations of your own mind. Okay. But just recognize, ah, birds singing. All right, come back. Just, and this is what we call as opening up our awareness. Also, you don't have to reach out to the sounds. Go looking for it. Some people feel very anxious. Will I be able to hear any sounds or no? But you don't do that. Just don't proactively start searching for anything. Just open your awareness. The sounds will reach out to you because we are opening our sense of sound and we are just being receptive. And in between, your mind will again go away into thoughts. Some images will come up. Some It will run to the future. Your mind will run to the past. Wherever it runs, just raising a flag. Oh, my mind is running to the past. Okay, let's be aware of the sound. Are my mind is jumping to the future. Let's be aware of the sounds again. That's it, okay? If you've understood the instructions, say yes, give a thumbs up or give a sign on the chat. Okay, great. All right, so again, I'm gonna use a timer. Okay, so find yourself a posture which is comfortable and alert. Gently closing your eyes. And let's begin our practice. Mindfulness of sounds. Just being aware of all the sounds that are there around us.
when your mind runs away other than to the sounds, just become aware of the wandering and come back to the awareness of sounds. Do not be too hard or too focused trying to reach out to the sounds. It's necessary that you sit with a certain level of ease. And in between, if you don't hear any sound, just become aware of the no sound space.
Okay, let's slowly open our eyes. Okay, so now this is... I can hear my own voice. Yeah, now this is a practice where we can do it anywhere. So you can just find two minutes during the day, close your eyes, just open your awareness to whatever sounds are there around you. Sometimes I sit in my terrace and just close my eyes and see if I can open my awareness to sounds. So it's not necessary that you sit at one place and do it for 30 minutes, 20 minutes. Just find short doses initially in your practice. You will see eventually you're more inspired to sit for a longer time. I keep giving this example. I started with five minutes, but now sometimes I sit for 45 minutes, sometimes for one hour, sometimes I'll sit multiple times. You know, it's not because it's not a forced discipline, but it's also, it's arising from self-inspiration and also there's a lot of time right now. So I invest that time into spending and I call this as a sadhana. I invest my time in sadhana, but when there's a busy day, I still have a routine sadhana, which everybody must have. You must set aside some time, doesn't matter whatever you are doing, uh, some time for your daily sadhana. So it is my practice that I will set aside certain minutes that I will do it by hook or crook. Even if I'm traveling, whatever is happening, do your sadhana and then do whatever. So John Kabat-Zinn once said, John Kabat-Zinn is the founder of mindfulness-based stress reduction. He said, your sadhana, he did not use the word sadhana, but he says practice. In the Western world, they use the word practice, but I think sadhana is a very powerful word. And he says, how important should your practice be? As important as breathing. And I really liked what he said. And therefore, if you look at the entire Indian tradition, it was built on the concept or tradition of sadhana. Literally, sadhana means to seek and therefore, you know, people used to say, did you, kya aapne sharir sadhana ki? which means, did you seek health? Did you do a sadhana for your mind? Which means, did you seek peace of mind? Did you do a sadhana for God? Which means, did you seek God? Did you do sadhana of knowledge? Which means, did you seek pure knowledge? And it was not just one time. Every day sadhana. Therefore, it was called in Hindi or Marathi as Dainandin sadhana. And, and therefore, one who the practitioner is called as the sadhak, one who is a seeker. And every day we must seek this space so that it reinvigorates us, it filters our awareness, it makes us more aware of our functioning of the mind and emotional world. And this sadhana leads to understanding of the application of information in our life. Again, Daniel Goldman has said a beautiful thing. There is so much of information in the world and yet lack of wisdom. How beautiful is this? You know, we are bombarded by information. So everybody is a yogi. Everybody is a meditation guru. Everybody is a therapist. You know, but so much of information overload. But wisdom is completely different. It arises from your own sadhana your own practice. So for example, I always had information about yoga, but one day in my class, when my teacher gave this instruction on your exhalation, try and see if you can stretch more. And I realized as I was exhaling, my body eased out into the stretch. 
and I could reach out my toes and hold them in a specific pose. And that was the wisdom unfolded of the body, how my body responds, you know, how does it react? And then I realized, okay, it is a slight stiff, a slight more stiff on the left side than the right side. And that's also the wisdom. I was not aware of this for so many years of my existence, right? And that is what is it is called as an internal awakening. So that is what we are interested in. Therefore, everybody, uh, you know, uh, because in this world, the way it is designed for us, our work is very important for us. Watching television is very important. Entertainment is important. Shopping is important. Sadhana is the last. It is not the first option for many, many people in life, you know, uh, and now this current lockdown is allowing us to relook at life in a different way. What is the importance of investing yourself in at least few minutes of sadhana? Where in that sadhana? For, so for example, right now, how many people, when you were opening your awareness to sound, how many were thinking of the EMIs that you want to pay? Please raise your hand. Or how many of you were thinking that I will lose my job or I will not earn enough money or I don't know if my kids will listen to me or I don't know how will I build two more properties. How many of you were doing all that? Nobody, yeah? Okay, almost nobody. Which means, what is this sadhana? This, is, this sadhana is telling us to step out from the drama of our life. And what is the drama of our life? This only, you know, you know EMIs, job, more money, more fame, more recognition and all that. Therefore, one of our Vedic scriptures says that life is Maya, Maya as an illusion. So at least for a few moments, we can step out of this illusion of life where we are not thinking constantly of EMI and all the other mess. Sometimes I say all the other mess that we've created in my life. Uh, for the last 40 days, my car is standing in the parking and I'm paying EMIs unnecessarily. I didn't know why I buy, why I bought it. You know? So I thought it was a necessity, but now the sadhana is revealing something else. You know, it's not maybe a necessity. I thought it at one point of time that must hai, ye to zaruri hai, ye to zaruri hai, ye to zaruri hai. Uh, so that's the value of sadhana, uh, dear friends. And we must use this time that we've got uh, to invest ourselves in at least small bits and pieces of sadhana so that tomorrow or in the future we meet our future with our higher level of awareness our filtered awareness which makes us uh, make those choices which are the most essential for us which nourish us okay good